the college football experience database top 25 uh, ranking show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by WinBet. WinBet's now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in game odds, WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today. Bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollar free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. This is Brian Bosworth, aka The Boz, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Peace out. Boz out. Ranking show on the college football experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Oh man, if you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, my name is Kobe Swinging Database Dad, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick, this is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists. And lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. Oh, oh, oh. oh, a real rating show, a real ranking show that's not bought and paid for by a bunch of bullshit. All right? Yeah, if you're wondering, maybe you're first, maybe you're just tuning into the database top 25. We've been doing this for years college football, college basketball. Because uh, we feel it's more honest, we look at the resume only, the resume only, and we and we try to gauge off of that what we think uh, the top teams are gonna, uh, you know, should be, you know, because you will see a ton of bullshit out there. I mean, we just saw. I didn't watch that uh, that propaganda they had on ESPN today, but I did see the rankings. <laughs> what a fucking joke! I mean. Uh, just absolutely ridiculous on on some of these rankings. One week they they change the goalpost every week. They only put the name brand. It's just it's just stupid. Let's just be honest, folks. It's stupid. Um, so we try to give you a fresh look at it at it here on what we think uh, a real top twenty five will be. I mean, obviously there's 131 teams and debating some of them. It's it's tough, and I can. There's times where I go, yeah, I got, I could be wrong here. But I also believe there's times where you're just like, how the fuck can you rank somebody there over this team? And it's just, it's just propaganda. It's just nonsense. You could tell that they're they're bought and paid. Um, and shout out to the chat. Zips back up struggling, but how about those zips cutting it to a three point game? Let's go, Akron Zips. We got action going on in the background here. I got a screen on that game. Uh, shout out to Josh Beard. Finally, a real top twenty five. GBO farm saying I'm ready for the T- TCU versus Tennessee f- uh, fight. You fuck. Let's go. Um, and Lane Elliott saying the only top 25 that I trust shout out to the chat. Feel free to hop in there with any questions. Maybe you want to call me an idiot like GBO farms is going to do at some point tonight, but it's okay. We welcome that. Um, 
let's just hop into this, right? I mean, well, I, actually, before I hop into it, I just want to talk about this. And I thought, I don't always agree with Joel Klatt. Don't always agree with him. But I thought, you know, well, he he was quick to mention this on. Uh, I saw a, a clip from his show earlier to today. And I thought it's, it's noteworthy because I've been preaching it for a long time. It, it made me, it, it made me think that Joel Klatt's been listening to the college football experience. Maybe um, because he said, uh, and, and he did this on his show. Um, so top 10 teams when they've gone on the road this year. Oh, and seven. Hmm. Uh, top 15 teams when they've gone on the road this year, one and 10. I believe I got that correct. One in ten, with the lone one being Penn St- uh, Ohio State over Penn State in a game they were actually trailing in. I believe at one point in the fourth. Um, I think that speaks to exactly what I'm talking about. And then his show was saying, you know, in that in this clip that he I didn't listen to his show, but I saw the clip uh, that uh, you know scheduling is everything. And I've I've been preaching that shit for years. It made me think. It made me think that he'd been listening to us. Maybe he has. Uh, Matty Ice says Joel Klatt's a pick Dundee fan. There we go. Well, it goes back. Remember, Joel Klatt did play quarterback for Colorado back in the day. So, I must say that I was a fan first. But I, I do disagree with a lot of his takes often. So, um, it, it's good to see that we are on the same page here. Uh, <laughs> Thirty-eight oh two cracking me up. Uh, let's go. All right. Uh, at number twenty-five this week. Um, I'll be honest. I had a hard time projecting who should be at number 25. And uh, I, I, I kind of think um, it should be this team. And that is uh, the Kansas state wildcats. I almost had Mississippi state in there, but as I'm sure people will, will disagree with me. I truly believe that the big 12 is the best conference in college football this year. Like I really believe there's, they're just flat out better than everybody else. Now that doesn't mean that their best team in other conferences couldn't beat the best team in the big 12. I believe that can both can be true. Um, but uh, I think the caliber wins, especially when you consider the, 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 the going down to the third string, um, you know, that first off, we're not looking at that. We're looking at the resume only. And the resume says the losses are to an undefeated team in TCU a one loss team in Tulane uh, who are both ranked and another team that's ranked in the Texas Longhorns. So I have the Kansas state wildcats at number 25 in all of the land at number 24. Well, they play this weekend. I got the Baylor bears. Now my logic say there's a lot of teams with the same record here in this mix, but I truly believe the big 12 is the best conference. Um, and I also believe the resumes of these teams, you know, speak for itself. You know, Kansas State not only plays a nine game conference schedule, just like Baylor does, and just like everyone in the Big 12 does, uh, a nine game conference. So they're playing nine power fives. And then outside of that, they get, they got the Missouri Tigers, another power five, and then Tulane, who is playing like a power five this year. So that's a pretty damn good schedule. Um, Baylor did the same nine game schedule. And then they got, they went to BYU uh, as their 10th, you know, power five game, essentially actually wait, did Baylor even uh, 
and Baylor's out of conference was Texas State. Pretty shitty in the Sun Belt, but um, Baylor's wins, I think, right now. Baylor and Kansas State. If you go neck and neck, I actually think you can kind of make a case that K State should be ahead of them. But considering the the recency there, so what? I mean, I guess the group of five loss hurts, but Tulane's ranked. Um, the best win K State has is obviously the forty eight nothing against Oklahoma State. Uh, meanwhile, Baylor's wins obviously uh, Oklahoma. They both beat Oklahoma. The Baylor's win against Kansas continues to look really good. And obviously the they both beat Iowa State, so that win looks a little bit better. Um, the BYU loss got a little bit better because first off, that was an overtime, and uh, BYU did uh, beat Boise in Boise. The loss at West Virginia is tough, though. Tough, tough loss by three at West Virginia because that's probably right now your worst Big Twelve team. Um, I don't know. I feel like you can change. They they play each other this week. Twenty four, twenty five doesn't make a difference to me. Put K State at twenty four. You put Baylor at twenty five. I do think their resume is better than Mississippi State's because when you look at Mississippi State's, like what's their best win? Arkansas without KJ Jefferson. I I, I don't know what what we would deem their best win. Uh, oink oink saying rank Wazoo. Shout out to shout out to them. Shout out to them. So uh, they got it done. Uh, what I mean, they that was surprising, by the way, too. Like Washington, what Washington State did, pretty fucking, pretty fucking impressive there. I know it was just Stanford, but I did not expect that many points. Uh, at number twenty three, I'm gonna stay in the great state of Texas. I got the UTSA Roadrunners. Meep, meep. Uh, look, when you consider their losses, okay, they have the loss at Texas where they flat out lost the game. It's closer than the score indicated because Texas added some style points. But um, then you have the the other loss, which was like overtime, I think double overtime to Houston. They blew like a 17 point lead. So they were very close. And, and, and Houston, although they lost to SMU this past week, they, they, they aren't as bad as we thought they were at one point this, this year. Although I might think that about their defense, um, but UTSA continues to win. Um, they almost blew a 14 point lead with three minutes left last week, but they still got it done. Uh, I kind of think they're going to win out. I mean, maybe uh, it's going to be interesting to watch the Roadrunners. Uh, Jeff Trailer continues to do an unbelievable job there at UTSA. It's going to be interesting next year. UTSA goes to the AAC. You remember the 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 new Big Twelve, which I think they're releasing their schedule sometime uh, this month. Um, we got we got BYU, Cincinnati, uh, Houston, UCF, all going to the Big Twelve, and then in the AAC next year, you get what UTSA, uh, Rice, North Texas, FAU, UAB, and Charlotte. Charlotte somehow getting in that getting that invite as well. Um, but I I, I think UTSA is a really good team. And I think they'd be a dangerous team if you had a large playoff. I, I mean, I asked this question on the reaction show, and I, I would ask you guys this: Where would you put UTSA? Like, what what would what would you set the line at at UTSA versus Clemson? I know Clemson's only got one loss, um, but I think that's a I think that's a really especially if you play that at a neutral site. I think that's a game. I think that's a game. I mean, if anything, I trust UTSA's offense more than Clemson's. Um, but I trust Clemson's defense more than UTSA. So I think it would be a game. 
maybe because of the strength of Clemson's D line that did not look very strong against Notre Dame. You, you, you make Clemson a short favorite, but I, I kind of think I would lean UTSA to get that thing done. I know, I know people will say, what the fuck are you talking about? Clemson minus nine. Really? You think nine like UTSA was actually like in that Texas game before Frank Harris got out. Um, I think it would be, I think it'd be a close game. I would say, I mean, I understand like from Vegas's point of view, they would probably set it at nine because of the name brand of Clemson. But to me, like when I picture a score in that game, it, it to me, it's gotta be a touchdown or less, unless it's in death Valley, like where you can get, you know, the home field advantage is fantastic. If you were playing that game in fucking Orlando or, or, or in, 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 I don't know, El Paso or, or Arizona or LA, I think that's like a six point spread. I think that's like a six point spread. And I, I would take the points personally. Um, yeah. I mean, Clemson is too big for UTSA, but UTSA has a quarterback that can complete passes. The UTSA wide receiving core is way better than Clemson's and uh, the better quarterback uh, resides with UTSA. The better wide receiving core resides with UTSA. And you can make a case. The better running back room resides with UTSA, which would make it very interesting because let's be honest, Clemson's quarterback situation is a complete dumpster fire. It's a complete dumpster fire and, and it's a liability. I almost think, you know, they're, they're entering the Notre Dame level of, of you, you, you can't trust them to pass the ball. Um, next up we got, uh, but I, I think that's a really good debate. I would love to see. I think the ACC is terrible this year. Now my rankings won't reflect that because we're valuing them as a power five, but I definitely think if you were to take, I mean, we did this on the reaction show. If you were to take the, uh, the top of the AAC uh, and go toe for toe with like the, the, take the top five teams in the, in the AAC uh, and take the top five teams in the, in the ACC, then you would have a, uh, an interesting, an interesting matchup. I think that might favor the AAC. I really do. Um, next up we got at number 22, speaking of the AAC, the UCF golden, very golden Knights. Sure. I'll get a couple of fans to, to, uh, or a couple of listeners, not fans to, uh, to one star me on saying golden Knights. I appreciate that, but I will not change my approach. Um, let's go. I mean, look, UCF, are they a gimmick team to me? A little bit, a little bit, but they have speed and talent everywhere. Um, so I got to rank them. They, they, and they, they continue to win. I know they have the two, they have the loss to ECU at ECU. They have the loss to Louisville, which, you know, Louisville's a strange team. Louisville's like to me, the one team in the ACC, I can't really get a read on. Um, they've looked really good the past three weeks, which is why I took the plus seven against Clemson, even though I, I don't, I could eat shit on that one really bad because it's Louisville. Um, I got, uh, I got UCF though at number 22 I, and they have a huge test, obviously going to new Orleans this week, taking on Tulane. It's going to be very interesting to watch that matchup. Um, and Eastern Michigan adds a field goal. So look, this is a perfect spot for my zips to grab a dub. At number 21, I got the Texas Longhorns. They deserve to be ahead of Kansas State and Baylor. Uh, a, they just beat Kansas State in Manhattan, even though kind of thought K State gave that game away. Um, and we'll see them against Baylor in two weeks. Uh, or is it two weeks? Or it might be might be four weeks. Um, or three weeks. I don't fucking know. Uh, that we'll see them later this year. They get w- Baylor, I believe, in Austin. But 
I mean, they got it done. They got a nice road win and I think they deserve to be there. Their resume is pretty good. They have the win over UTSA. Uh, their only losses are to what Alabama, Oklahoma state and, and Texas tech. The Texas tech one's a really bad look. And the, the Oklahoma state one is starting to look like a bad look, but at the moment, I think you got to rank Texas at number 21 as they are going to be hosting the TCU horn frogs uh, at number 20. I got the Washington Huskies and you know, uh, couldn't help, couldn't help, but, uh, but notice and shout out to Noah Beanick for, for referencing the, uh, the, the, the bias of the week, the college football ranking system, the sec uh, college football bias of the week, seven and two Washington losses to Arizona state and UCLA on back-to-back road games is ranked 25th by the college football playoff committee. Meanwhile, LSU has losses uh, to Florida state in new Orleans uh, and, uh, and got blown out by TCU just moved up to number six. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Just moved up to number seven uh, and they beat number six, Alabama this week, Washington plays number six, Oregon. And uh, with a win, they could, they could, you know, move a two loss Washington team into the top 10, but hell no. I, and I think that's val- That's a good text message. He sent me because he's right. I, you know, I actually think if Washington plays LSU tomorrow, that's a game. That's a game. I, I think it's a very small spread. So um, LSU is looking better each week though. And Brian Kelly is a good football coach. And I do think he's got this program going, um, but I get his point. I got the Huskies though at 20 as they, they, they found a way to get that dub against Oregon state. They didn't look great to me. They didn't look great to me, but they got the dub. But to be honest, going back to the text message, LSU has plenty of games that they didn't look good, but I'll say this LSU's look really good the past three weeks. And I can't knock that where Washington still doesn't look the same level LSU has the past three weeks, but we'll see the Huskies go to uh, go to uh, Eugene this weekend. That's going to be awesome. Um, number 19, I got the Penn state Nittany lions um, Penn state. Well, they absolutely fucking destroyed Indiana, but I mean, that's not Penn state's problem is, is they, they, I guess they, they only have, even the Auburn win doesn't look good. Even though I know it's a tough place to play what they're only, who are the, uh, the Ohio win is actually looking better and better uh, unless, you know, I only have one screen on here. So, um, but uh, overall, I mean, what the Purdue win starting to look a little shakier. The uh, the Minnesota win looks good, I would say, but we know they didn't have Tanner Morgan that game. I mean, they're seven and two, but they there's a, not a lot of meat on the bone now. It's uh, what Purdue is is what five and four, so one winning record. Ohio another winning record. Minnesota they have three wins against teams with a winning record. That's decent. It's decent, and I, I you got to reward them for playing Auburn at Auburn. Um, and just playing, they've played a lot more away games than everyone else has. I mean, they've already played four away games. Fuck. I mean, Michigan and Ohio state only play four away games. Um, so there's that, um, Georgia, I think only plays four away games. And if you notice that trend, there's a reason why <laughs> this fucking thing's a sham. I swear, I swear. I have nothing personally against those schools. And it just, it's so fucking obvious to me. Um, 
I got uh, Penn State at number nineteen though. They Penn State's schedule down the stretch here. I get they get what Maryland this week in the game. The Big Ten has been trying to force into a rivalry game that is not a rivalry game. Um, and then uh, they have what they have. What they have. I know they get Michigan State at some point, and I think they still have Rutgers. So they're not really gonna Maryland. I guess that's another chance to get a beat a winning team. Um. All right, at number eighteen, I got the Troy motherfucking Trojans, and Troy is is not a bad team. Um, when you look at what Troy has done, considering that they lost on a hail mary to App State, now that loss is looking a little worse. Coastal beat App in that awesome uh, Thursday night game a week ago, but uh, they lost to Ole Miss. The Ole Miss wins or the Ole Miss loss is still good. And maybe if Ole Miss beats Bama, that'll increase their, their thing. And, and I know that was tough because Troy was breaking in a brand new coach, brand new quarterback, uh, first game of the season. So um, anyway, uh, I, I feel like Troy's resume with two losses. Um, and that's a, a, so this is the debate here. Do you take a Penn state resume over Troy's? Penn State's best team that they beat is, I think it's Purdue because especially if you look at them beating Minnesota without their starting quarterback, you start to say, eh, I don't know. Uh, meanwhile, you look at Troy's best win and it's South Alabama. Now I, would you take Purdue to beat South Alabama? I probably would. I probably would. I think it's close. Because South Alabama's seven and two, their only losses are to Troy and UCLA in a game they they were beating UCLA. Actually, I think I might take South Alabama to beat to beat Purdue. I think it's I think it's pretty close. I think it's pretty close there. Um, now you look elsewhere and say, okay, well then the second best win for for Penn State probably is well probably Minnesota from a team standpoint, but without their starting quarterback, it might be Ohio. Um, Minnesota against the likes of uh, who would uh, so Troy beat uh, Southern Miss who has a winning record. They also beat. I mean, they had. There's not a lot of meat on this bone. Marshall who beat Notre Dame, I guess. But I don't know. Maybe I should put Penn State ahead of Troy. I think I should. I think I think I, I, think I just convinced myself to move Penn State to 18, Troy to 19. I give a slight edge. To uh, to Penn State's schedule, even though they they got fortunate to uh, to get you know Minnesota without Tanner Morgan, even though I think they would have won that game. I think they would have won that game without you know with with Tanner Morgan in there. But you can't you, 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 that thing mattered. That mattered. Um, at number sixteen, no, I'm sorry, seventeen. I got the Alabama Crimson Tide. How could I put them at seventeen? Can we can we just look if if they were really doing their job correctly you should not know what team you're talking about and just highlight the losses and also the almost losses I mean really when you think about it what is the best team Alabama has beat is it Texas I mean there's still a chance Texas could end up I don't know 8 and 4 7 and 5 what are they right now what what is Texas record now 6 and 3 if they lose the TCU this weekend, they still have Baylor on the schedule. They still play at Kansas. I mean, I think Texas is a pretty good team. I think that's probably their best win. After that, their Arkansas win looks a lot worse because Liberty just beat Arkansas. And Liberty didn't even have their fucking starting quarterback. 
Um, then you look and say Mississippi State. Okay, that's a good win. The A and M, they beat A and M, but man, that that is not helping their cause too much. And then what? Utah State's not a good team. Hmm. Uh, Alabama, their resume should be seventeen. I get it. They have a lot of five stars. Doesn't matter. If you're just looking honestly at the resume, you say, I don't know about this team. Yes, they lost to, to a really good Tennessee team, judging by their record, and a LSU team that's looking like they're starting to become really good. But at the same time, you could say so they've lost to two winning teams, but they've almost lost to a couple other teams, and they don't have a lot of meat on their bone as far as wins. When your best win is a five and three Texas team, makes you makes you wonder a little bit. Especially knowing that Texas has a loss to Texas Tech. Um. Anyway, I got I got Bama at seventeen at number sixteen, and you'll say, "How could I have Coastal Carolina over Alabama?" We're looking only at the resume, and I get it. Coastal Carolina has a horrible loss to Old Dominion, but they also have a wins against App State, same App State team that beat Texas A and M in College Station, and Texas A and M was at the one yard line of of. Uh, of Alabama's, you know, you could say, well, if you gave Alabama coastal Carolina schedule, would they, would they be undefeated or one loss? Probably most likely, but we're not trying to guess that that's the, that's the problem. I think with the rankings, just like, oh, well, you can do this. I'm just looking at what they do. They only have one loss. They only have one fucking loss. And I, I think you could argue the sunbelt. It could be better than the ACC. We just had, they just had Clemson at number four with a ridiculous schedule. Um, Alabama's best win is Texas. Coastal Carolina's best win, you know, probably not as good as that, but I can tell you this, if your second best win, so Texas and Mississippi state, well, first off, Alabama has two losses. Coastal Carolina only has one. Um, Coastal's beaten what winning teams was well, app still win- uh, Yeah. App still has a winning record. Um, Georgia Southern has a winning record. Um, did they get, so let me pull up coastal schedule. But uh, I mean, yeah, they have one less loss. I get it. It's the Sun Belt. The SEC is better than the Sun Belt. That is a fact. The out of conference Alabama, the, the out of conference schedule Alabama played is better. It really is. But they only have one loss, and and they've played. They have so App State is sitting there at what five and four, with a win at Texas A and M. They also beat Marshall, five and four, with a win at Notre Dame. Uh, they also beat Georgia Southern, right? Georgia Southern five and four with a win at Nebraska. I mean, the resume speaks for itself with one loss. I don't know how you wouldn't, you know what I mean? Like I, I get it. Like if Bama, if we did the hypothetical, if Texas get, had that scheduled, Texas might only have one loss or maybe none. I don't know, but you look at what they have. And I think you have to put coastal Carolina there. Blanton in the chat saying app state fan here. That coastal game was painful when McCall and their coach leaves. I believe uh, they will return to the hell in which they came from. <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. I like that rivalry, man. And I'm hoping Chadwell stays. I, I look, I normally root for app in those games, but I enjoy that rivalry and I want it to continue to heat up. I said this uh, off air to Pat, to Patty C uh, while we were watching the game, I said, man, you know, in a way, even though I wanted app, I bet on app. It's kind of great to see coastal get that win because it only makes that rival rivalry a little more spicier. So, uh, you know, the invitational is based off speculation. 
says Josh. Alabama has two losses, but they would destroy TCU. Would they though? I'm not sure. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, and that's the problem. That's what's so ridiculous about this process. That's why you see Miami in the top ten every year, Texas in the top ten every year, Notre Dame in the top. I mean, there's been years where Notre Dame won like fucking four games, and they're in the preseason top ten. Look at A and M this year. There, everyone's in had them in the top ten. And look, they they just put Notre Dame at like what was that? What'd they do today in the CFP? I didn't watch the show, but I saw them put Notre Dame there, and I couldn't help but fucking laugh. I could not help but to laugh because you sit there. And you say, well, Notre Dame has three losses. Sure. Ohio State, Stanford, and Marshall. Uh, Kansas State has three losses to Tulane, who's seven and one and ranked. Uh, to TCU, who's undefeated, in a game where both their quarterbacks got knocked out, and then to Texas. Who's got the better losses? By far, Kansas State. They're not even fucking comparable. Stanford, you could you could actually make an argument, even though I don't agree with it, that Stanford is the worst Power Five team. I wouldn't agree with that, but they're certainly they're certainly not that far up or not that far away from that. And then Marshall, who's five and four, they have a winning record. Marshall's all right. You can't tell me that Kansas State's resume is better, and it's just a bunch of bullshit that they're they're shoveling down your throat. Um. Absolute joke. When I saw that Notre Dame shit, just like when I saw Texas last week, it's an absolute joke. It's just uh, you, you, they hold no credibility. Like to me, they should all be on a they should all be on a no rank list, just like a no fly list. Like you should not be able to talk college football. You should not be able to talk college football. Um, where am I at? Damn it! All right, getting going down that path. Me at number sixteen, I had Coastal Carolina. At number fifteen, I got the Utah Utes. Um, Utah, you know, Utah. What? What? Who they get this week? They get Stanford. Not a not a real sexy game, but Utah's good. I mean, when you look at their their win against USC, that that speaks volumes. And their only two losses was a, a loss at Florida, where I felt like they were the better team. But hey, we're 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 moving what I think out of the equation here. Uh, and then to UCLA, who only has one loss, um, the Florida loss looking a little questionable, but Florida got the dub at at A and M that improves it some, and uh, we'll see with with uh, and obviously Washington State's win over Stanford. I mean, I mean the way they put them up, put it on them, and and I'll tell you this: Washington State's win against Wisconsin. Wisconsin's looking better and better, so that improves Utah's win. Utah beat Washington State without their starting quarterback and their top their top three running backs. It was impressive in Pullman. Uh, that's another thing too. Is like if you compare the away games too. I mean, don't get me started. Don't get me started because Utah's played a lot more away games than certain teams on this list, just like other teams too. Uh, at number fourteen, I got the Ole Miss Rebels. Look, I think this team is pretty counterfeit. I watched them live a couple weeks ago. They got the dub, but it was closer than it should have been, in my opinion, against Texas A and M. Their resume has been really soft, but they have the win over Troy, week one. I actually believe that's the best team they've beaten. Yes, they have a win over K- Kentucky, but I don't think Kentucky's very good. So, power rankings wise, I would have their best win Troy, second best win Kentucky, third best win would be A and M, maybe, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe Georgia Tech. Is Georgia Tech better than Texas A and M? That's the question we have to ask ourselves. I think I take A and M. I think I take a and M there. Um, 
but Ole Miss, you know, we'll see. We'll find out if they're for real or not. I've been wrong before. What if they beat Bama this week? Then I start to believe. And then what? They still have the Egg Bowl. They still have uh, the matchup against who is it? Arkansas. They have. Who am I forgetting here? They play another. They play another tough game. Yeah, Ole Miss. Ole Miss gets Arkansas. So down down the stretch here, Ole Miss gets. Uh, Bama, Arkansas, and Mississippi State. So we'll find out how good they are, you know. But that's crazy. I mean, when you look at it right now, they only have two wins against teams with a winning record: Troy and Kentucky. And I don't think Kentucky, Kentucky, I don't believe is that good from watching them this year. Like close calls against a lot of teams, but either way, based on resume, because I don't care about. You know, we're taking out the equation of what I think. Based on resume, they deserve to be number fourteen. At number thirteen, and look, honestly, if I was doing my top twenty-five on what I think, I would have Clemson further back than this. But I got the Clemson Tigers at number thirteen because the resume says we should honor Power Five wins, and the resume says they have wins against some teams with a winning record. Actually, a few teams with a winning record. That would be uh, Wake Forest, NC State. And Florida State and Syracuse. That's four teams with a winning record. My question back to that though, if we if I was not doing database top twenty-five, if I was filling out one of their real top twenty-five shits, they do. I don't know if any of those teams are that good. And when the ACC does eight game scheduling, you know, the SEC says, Hey, we do eight game scheduling, but our conference is that good. Well, it has been that good. It has been that good. I mean, I wish everyone could do nine. But I, I understand the argument from the SEC fans or the SEC, you know, whatever. ACC, you got no fucking excuses. You got no excuses. Your conference has been dog shit for a long time. And I mean, who do we really think the best team is there? I guess NC state just beat, beat wake, but Syracuse beat NC state. I don't think those teams are very good. Like if you took, I, I, I thought wake was going to be better this year. They're not as good as what I thought they would be. NC state. I don't think is very good. Florida state. I don't think is very good. Syracuse. I don't think is very good. Now they're still good. They have winning records. They're good enough, I guess. So you have to, to give it merit. And that's why I'm putting them at 13. But if I was filling out the other side of it, I would put Clemson a lot further up or further back. I mean, because I don't, I don't think the ACC is that good. Like right now I, I said this argument to Patty C or not argument. I didn't, we, we, we agreed on this, but I said, if Iowa state played Syracuse tomorrow, uh, going into last week, Iowa State was in last place in the Big Twelve, and I said I, I I would lay a lot of points. I would probably lay I don't know I'd probably lay eight with Iowa State against against Syracuse on a neutral site. I feel like that that's pretty accurate. I feel I feel like a, that that would happen. Now Iowa State does have a tendency to play a lot of close games, so maybe maybe you could talk me into six or five or something, but. Um, or take it elsewhere. Like if you took Syracuse, okay, let's take NC State. NC State, say what you want. They should have lost to Florida State. They should have lost to East Carolina. They've had a. They they did look good this past week. I'll give them credit. But if you take NC State and throw them, you know, in uh, if you told me tomorrow, NC State was playing. I don't know. Give me a. I guess I guess if I said Kentucky, I, I actually. I think I take Kentucky, but I think it'd be a game. Um, I don't know. NC state against a random team in the, in, I don't know. I just feel like they're not that good of a team. 
Uh, because I'm an East Carolina fan. I thought East Carolina, I mean, we lost NC state, but we should have beat them. We missed like three field goals and then a fucking two extra points and gave up a block punt. Um, and I think ECU is a decent team in the, a- the AAC. I don't think we're going to win a championship this year, but I'm hoping that we do because I think we're getting better. But my point is, is that I don't think NC state's very good. If Utah was playing NC state on a neutral site, I would take Utah minus double digits. All right. Um, if Baylor was playing NC state, I would take Baylor. Now I'd probably go a little bit less on the line because Baylor struggles to move the ball some, but I think Baylor's a lot better than NC state is my point. Um, so Clemson at number 13 and their resume. I mean, Florida state did whoop Miami's ass. So that win looks a little bit better. Now NC state beat wake. So you got some carnage there, but I'll tell you this much, like Louisiana Tech's not good. Now Furman's a decent FCS. So that's a pretty good win FCS wise. Uh, but the resume still isn't great to me. If I had to power rank all the power five, there would be a lot of them. I would say five teams, maybe six, like Virginia, Virginia tech, Boston college, Georgia tech and Miami. I would put five AC, ACC teams in the bottom 10 power fives of college football right now. The other five would be, and I'm just going off the top of my head. I would put, I would put Colorado. I would put Northwestern. I would put Indiana. I would put Vanderbilt. I would put uh, probably, probably I would put uh, hmm, probably put Cal as the 10th, but I think Cal and Vanderbilt are better than the rest of the field. But um, maybe you could talk, actually, I think I would take Cal to beat Rutgers, but maybe Rutgers is in there too. Um, Brandon or Blanton says the, the ACC is absolute trash and, and North Carolina isn't, is, is somewhat fraudulent, fraudulent, but I'm optimistic about the rest of the season. Yeah. As you should be, as you should be, I think they could beat Clemson too. Um, they got a tough test this weekend though. And I was a bit surprised by that line. We'll get to it on tomorrow night's pick show. Uh, let's get back to it though. At number 12, I got the LSU Tigers. We Tigers. Where the hell is my sound drop? We'll see. We've got to go beat Ole Miss next week. We'll take it one game at a time. Congratulations. Go Tigers. A great win. Great game. That was the fucking best game of the weekend. Loved watching it. Loved watching that game. It was a really good game. Um, and it's a great win. It's a marquee win probably for Brian Kelly's program. It's probably going to help him in recruiting. I think Brian Kelly's a damn good coach, but I am very interested because look as, and look that win last week got me over my win total. I had over six and a half wins for LSU. Boom. Um, but I'll be honest as I've watched them closely. Now, like I said, they look really good the past three weeks. Credit to Brian Kelly and credit to them them looking better and better each week. But I do want to see a little bit of a better sample size when they hit the road. They want they went to Florida and whoop Florida's ass, but I don't think Florida's that good. So we'll find out when they go to Arkansas. I tend to think Arkansas is better than Florida, even though Arkansas just lost to uh to uh Liberty. And then they go to AM. Maybe <laughs> they might win out. They don't they might win out, but the problem is, is I really believe the SEC is down. I think it's down from most years. I mean, this resume will have obviously uh, what winning teams will they have beaten? I mean, Florida will probably end up with a winning record. 
They're five and four now. What is Florida's remaining schedule? I don't know. They actually Florida might not have a winning record. So your your wins will be against what? Ole Miss, Mississippi State will probably finish with a winning record. And Florida oh no, they lost to Florida State. And Bama. I mean, it's good enough. It's good enough. UAB probably has a winning record too. I think LSU, I, they're, they're a absolutely interesting team to watch the rest of the year because Brian Kelly is improving them every single week. It looks like, and if you're an LSU fan, you got to be thrilled. Um, and they probably deserve to be where they are. I mean, I, I think the, the deserve to be in the database top 25. I don't think they deserve to be. I thought last week was a fucking sham having them at number 10 over some one loss teams. Um, but uh, yeah, give it up for LSU. They're doing good things. And obviously they control their fate for making the inventational at number 11. I have the North Carolina Tar Heels. Well, how could I have North Carolina ahead of LSU? Well, they only have one loss. Mm, wait, but Clemson only has one loss. LSU has two true. And LSU lost to Florida state and Clemson beat Florida state. You can really turn this a lot of ways. Uh, North Carolina is five and zero oh on the road. Talk to me. Find me another team in college football that's done that. You can't because no one's done it. Uh, if if anything, it would be TCU. I think maybe TCU did, but that is super impressive to me. I know the ACC sucks, but once again, that's my opinion. I'm trying to take my opinion out of it and just look at the caliber of wins. Their only losses to Notre Dame, right? Clemson's only losses to Notre Dame, but uh, I would argue that Carolina's wins are better. So that's, that's because uh, they hit the road more. So that would be my logic there. Uh, even though the coastal is worse than the Atlantic, you're splitting hairs. Um, then we have, what else do we have here next at number 10, the Liberty flames. Everyone would laugh me off the fucking set. If I said this, but I really believe they deserve to be here. They have a one point loss to a winning team on the road and they went for two. So it's not even like they, I mean, yes, they lost the game, but they were right there much like with USC or something like that, that came down to the two point conversion or, or, or Bama with LSU. Um, and then you have a resume where they've gone on the road a decent amount of times. Now they're an independent. So their schedule is not going to have that much meat on their bone, but they just won at Arkansas. Fucking impressive. What happens if LSU loses to Arkansas in Fayetteville? This, this next week. I, I mean, I, I don't know how you don't have Liberty ahead of them. Then we just saw back and Liberty did with their backup fucking quarterback. Been impressive. Hugh strip club freeze doing a great job. Shout out to the flame and libs. Uh, and now before we get to the inside of the top 10, I want to tell you folks out there that the college football experience is brought to you by win bet. Yes. Win bets now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia from boosted uh, same game parlays to live in game odds. Win bet is what you need to win. Sign up today, bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollar free bet at sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. All right, move it along. Dantabase top 25. Call me out. If you think I'm a fucking idiot, do it. Do it. Call me out. That's fine. We welcome that here. <laughs> uh, and and by the way, shout out to uh, shout out. I, I definitely want to make sure we shout out uh, a few people. Um, and I'm trying to find the DM here. Hey, uh, Blanton, was that you who DM'd me about North Carolina last week? I'm not sure. 
but either way, whoever did is a fucking saint and they were right. And I was wrong. Um, Oink Oink says Hugh Freeze is going to Auburn, right? I I heard Lane Kiffin, but I know Freeze would be in consideration there. Um, that that's gonna be something to watch. That is definitely gonna be something to watch this off season. At number nine, I got the UCLA Bruins. Nice win on the road at Arizona State. I know Arizona State's a team with a losing record, but uh, it's on the road at a place that traditionally is a tough place to play. Washington lost there. Um. Uh, they're at a conference schedule was terrible, but that's not their fault. Michigan canceled that series. Fuck you, Michigan. And uh, they still had South Alabama on that resume. Who's looking pretty damn good. Oh yeah. And even Bowling greens five and four in the Mac. So those two are already on the schedule. The, the game they replaced Michigan with was Alabama state, which obviously is not a very good opponent, but what that was a little, little little late in the game when they had to figure out who to schedule. That was their first FCS they've ever played too. I mean, so um next up, but but I I mean the UCLA one makes sense. The win over uh, the win over Utah is really good. Um the win over South Alabama is really good. And then you, you look and say, "Okay, well they they did get their ass whooped in in Eugene." It wasn't even that much of an ass whooping. They had a good offensive performance that day. It wasn't like they were shut out. Um, it's not like the uh, like the Oklahoma State Kansas State ass whooping. It was a little bit different. Problems. Oregon's offense was was dominant against UCLA's defense. But I do think UCLA should be ranked there based on their resume this season. Um, next up, we got the Tulane Green Wave at number eight. Willie Fritz doing his doing the damn thing. Look, the AAC, like I just said, I think is better than the ACC, at least at the top. No, probably at the bottom too. <laughs> That's an interesting game. Let's do that for a second. What would you take here? Uh, who's the worst team in the AAC? South Florida, probably. South Florida against Boston College. I think I would take Boston College. Uh, Temple. Against Virginia Tech, that's a game. That's a fucking game. That's a game. Uh, Virginia against Navy. I think I'd take Navy. Who else is shitty in the AAC? Tulsa. Tulsa against Georgia Tech. That's a game. That's a fucking game. Uh, and then who else? Who else do we got in that conference? That's not very good. Memphis probably is that the pecking order. I believe Memphis would probably be the next worst team Memphis against Miami. I'm taking Memphis. I really am. AAC is better than the, the ACC this year. Bring it on. Uh, so Tulane's done a great job. Obviously they got to win at K state too. When you look at, at the wins Tulane has their loan losses to Southern miss and the Sun Belt in a very close game uh, against their former coach. So, I mean, it's a, it's still not a great law or not. A, it's still not a, great loss, but Southern Miss does have a winning record. Give it some, give it some merit. Tulsa would beat Miami. Look, if middle Tennessee won by double digits, like I think Tulsa is better than middle Tennessee. Tol- and Tulsa has got a really good passing attack. I, I think Tulsa beats Miami. That's what I'm saying. Like the a- the ACC is getting way too much national respect. Way that with, for having five terrible teams, way too much, way too much respect. 
Um, next up, number seven, I got the Oregon Ducks. Quack, quack, quack. Um, the Ducks obviously have that terrible loss at Georgia that they'll say is a neutral site game, even though it's fucking at Georgia, pretty much. Um, other than that, that's what I love about the committee too. The committee put Tennessee over over Oregon. I did too. Well, on the database top twenty five, looking at resume, but they they have said in years past that if you lost in the first game of the season, it's it's not as important as losing in November. Well, I mean, I get it. You have a common opponent. Tennessee lost by less, but at the same time, uh, much further trip for Oregon, and it was week one. Brand new coach, brand new quarterback. And I'm not saying I do think, I, I mean, I, I don't know. It's just, it's just ridiculous to me. It's like, if you said that years past, then why are you not applying it to this year? Oh, every year is different. You move the goalpost every fucking year. And it's, it's, it's just the dumbest, the dumbest logic. Um, so I got Oregon though. Oregon's got the win against UCLA. They got a win against Wazoo. Who's looking pretty good. Uh, they got the win against, well, they have a big test against Washington. Now the road games aren't amazing. The BYU win looks a little bit better after BYU wins in Boise, but obviously BYU down uh, as opposed to what everyone thought BYU would be this season. But the resume still speaks for itself. I think, you know, it's, it's, it's on par with what I'm talking about. Um, At number six, I got the Tennessee volunteers. See on resume, I'm putting them at number six. Right, I think they should be ahead of Oregon right now. Right now, if Oregon beats Washington and beats Oregon State and Utah, Tennessee doesn't have a lot of meat left on the bone. With Vandy, what South Carolina, and uh, who the hell's the Missouri? So then, I I think you could put Oregon over Tennessee if if Oregon was to win out, but I don't know that they will. Um, Tennessee's schedule is, I mean. It's th- their one loss is at Georgia, who's the, arguably the best team in the country. So you can't really have a problem. And the LSU win is looking better and better and better. So uh, the Vols, I think, definitely deserve to be uh, right there. I am not putting them as the best one loss team, though. The best one loss team I have as the USC Trojans because they lost by on a two point conversion on the road. In a game they had the lead for most of that game. Uh, so I am going to put USC at number five. Tennessee only had the lead at three nothing and then uh, got their ass whooped the rest of the game. I think that should matter because USC uh, lost on a two point conversion, just like Bama did last week against LSU. I think USC deserves to be number five. It's going to be interesting. I know they still have the UCLA matchup ahead of them. They have the Notre Dame matchup ahead of them. And I get it. USC did, did luck up by not drawing Oregon or Washington from the PAC 12 North. I don't know if that's on purpose or not, but they don't have any back-to-back away games either. So uh, Tennessee having, you know, I think, I think it's a, it's neck and neck, but I think you got to give the edge to to USC there. I feel pretty good about that one. Um, At number four, I got the Michigan Wolverines. They're out of conference schedules, complete dog shit, but they are undefeated. They did win. Uh, they, they did win uh, what against at Iowa, which is looking a little bit better after last week. Uh, they also 
beat Maryland, who has a winning record. And they also beat Penn State. Look, the resume is not good. It's not a good resume, but they're undefeated in the Power Five. So you have to put it there. You have to put them there. Um, yeah, it, uh, that's the problem. That's why you need a large playoff because if you schedule lightly, you get rewarded and you get to the playoff. It's just a fact. It's once again, it's like the clip I saw from Joel Klatt. He's like, if if Oregon, if you replace Oregon's game at Georgia in Atlanta with, I think he said Hawaii, which was what Michigan did with the UCLA game, um, then they would be undefeated and in this spot. It's absolutely fucking ridiculous. It's perfect example of if you schedule light lighter, you get rewarded. It should not happen like that. You should have a large enough playoff, in my opinion, 24 teams where you should then take the, the conference winners. But after that, you take the best resumes based on, based on strength of schedule. Drives me crazy. Drives me crazy. All right. We are uh, about to get to number three, but before I get to number three, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by the SGPN merch store. Folks, we have brand new campus edition t-shirts. Yes. Check that out. You got the Tennessee fan GBO farms. Check it out. Uh, Take me to the river, Tennessee shirt. That's fantastic for that win against Bama and that we have them all over. I mean, there's a Notre Dame edition. There's go on and on and on. We even got a George Mason edition. All right. Check them out at the SGPN merch store. It's it's come on. It's perfect. Perfect stocking stuffer for the DJ in your life people. Uh, and, and right now until Thanksgiving, you can get 10% off when you use the promo code Dallas sucks. Yes. That's store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com promo code Dallas sucks. Let's go baby. Yeah, Josh, exactly. Michigan's out of conference schedule is a perfect example. Absolutely perfect example. And it's absolutely disgusting that that our system rewards that absolutely disgusting. Um, at uh, number three, I think you can imagine the final, the final order here, but I think you might be surprised in, in one, but I'm going to make my point here at number three, you have the Ohio state Buckeyes. Um, look, that Notre Dame win looks better. Looks better. Um, still not a great resume because I mean, we'll see if they get a win against what they get Indiana this week. That's not going to improve shit. It's not a great resume. That's the reality, but the Iowa win, I guess looks a little bit better with Iowa coming to life a little bit. The Wisconsin one looks a little bit better too. So there's that. Um, uh, but I do think you got to reward that. I think I made this case on, uh, on the show the other day uh, that I think the big 10 is actually, I actually believe it's the fourth best conference this year. If I had to, to, to really give you my honest opinion on the, I think the big 12 is the best conference. I think the sec is the second best conference. I think the PAC 12 is the third best conference. I think the fourth best conference is the big 10. And I think the fifth best conference is probably the AAC uh, and six. Then you go either ACC or Sunbelt. Um, so, and then after that, I guess I go mountain West and CUSA, but, and Mac last, um, Anyway, though, I feel like Ohio state's resume. It's enough that win at Ohio state is the only road win for any, anyone in the top 15, they got it done. They should be rewarded for that. And that's why they should be ahead of Michigan. So I have them at, uh, at number three. So let's go there at number two. I have the Georgia bulldogs. Oh, how could I do that? 
I told you, I think the big 12 is the best conference, but there's also more to my, my story than just that. Obviously Georgia looks fantastic this season, short of what the Kent state first half and the Missouri game. But I find it interesting. The Missouri game was on the road. And when you look at Georgia, Georgia's schedule, yes, they have looked great against Oregon and against Tennessee. But besides that, in my opinion, they haven't played a lot of good competition. Yes. Florida's five and four. That's a team with a winning record. Yes. South Carolina has got a winning record too. I don't think they're very good though. Um, their, their road games. They've only played two road games, only two fucking road games. I'm sorry. That's a problem to me. So I think TCU should be ranked higher than them because Hey, guess what? Uh, TCU has uh, four road wins right now. Georgia has two. Hmm. Guess what? TCU still has to play another back-to-back away series. Uh, Georgia is about to play a back-to-back away series, but my point is, is that uh, they're still playing substantially more away games, and they're in a better football conference this year. I gotta have TCU number one, and that is why I have the TCU Horn Frogs, the top team in the database top twenty-five. Even though I think they're gonna lose this week at Texas, to reveal my hand a little bit. TCU deserves the number one spot. The Big 12 is the best conference this year. And I, I really think every person that uh, I would be surprised to see who would argue that. Because look, the, the problem is this you don't really have a good, like, okay, Vanderbilt is really bad, right? We all know that. They're, now they're better than they were a year ago. No one in the Big 12 is even on Vanderbilt's level. Everyone on the Big 12. Like West Virginia is a lot better than Vanderbilt. I think West Virginia is like on the uh, personally, I think West Virginia is better than South Carolina. If they play tomorrow, I would take West Virginia to beat South Carolina. Uh, I I'd probably stop it. I I take Kentucky to beat West Virginia. I think though, but I would take West Virginia to beat Missouri and 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 South Carolina. That's how good the Big Twelve is. It should be number one. Uh, folks. That's the database top 25 TCU number one. And you have Texas winning. Yes. Cause I'm not looking at the Jason in the chat. Uh, it's not what I think it's the resume. Like what I think TCU could lose to uh fucking Purdue. Maybe I don't know if that game, you know, like, but also, I mean, could you, would you have guessed that, uh, you know, I, I hate the hypothetical, you know what I mean? Like the hypothetical, even though I know I was just saying, like I would take uh, West Virginia to beat South Carolina. That's me. That's just my, my guess on what I, what I think would happen. I'd like to see what, ha- what has happened and what has happened is TCU's resume. They play in the best conference. They've hit the road way more. And the stats that I rattled off uh, teams are winless in the top 10 when they hit the road against ranked uh, against ranked teams. So, I mean, come on, come on. I mean, I think, I think you would have to, I, I, I get it. Georgia, Georgia would on a neutral site. I think we would all take Georgia, but it's not about what you think. If, if we doc, if we looked at sports on what we thought, then uh, every good story that ever happened, then, then what the Patriots in 07 beat the giants. You know what I mean? Oh, they, you know, we should just give them the chance, give them the super bowl. Just give them the super bowl. They're better, right? Uh, you could do this over and over and over the Pistons against the Lakers. And Oh, what is that? Oh, four with Chauncey Billups and stuff. That's why I play the games. Just give it to the Lakers. 
Um, you could go one by one uh, throughout sports history and it, it would be ridiculous. You have to put them there. You have to put them there. They have a better resume than everybody else right now, in my opinion. And I think my opinion, I, I think I back it with facts. So, all right, folks, appreciate you tuning in. Um, yeah. Jason says, gotcha, gotcha. It's tough taking out uh, what you think for a schedule. Yeah, I know. That's probably the hardest thing. But that's what I think we need to do because everyone, you get this perception. It's like them putting Notre Dame up there just because they're Notre Dame. Because, well, the Four Horsemen and Newt Rockney and shit. You know what I mean? Uh, anyway, I hope I make my point. If not, feel free to call me a fucking idiot. I appreciate you. Either way. Um, and folks, subscribe to the college football experience. Subscribe to the college basketball experience. College basketball has been hitting already. The first night was awesome. Uh hope you hope you checked out that. Uh, and remember, I'm there every single night talking college basketball action. We do this every year, college football and college basketball. We handicap every single D1 game. How about that? Boom. We got you covered. All right. Been doing this over five years. Never had a losing season, folks, but also. We just love the sport. So it's not all, all it's not a hundred percent gambling related. Just, we love the sport college basketball and college football. In my opinion, are the greatest sports we have in America. Let's go. All right. Subscribe, check out the college football experience, the college basketball experience. We come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Also check out the college baseball experience uh, and the sports gambling podcast, the NFL network, uh, NFL network. No, the NFL gambling podcast uh, with, with Ryan McIntyre and company. And uh, check out the NBA gambling podcast with Terrell Furman Jr. NHL gambling podcast doing a great job as that season continues to skate on. MLB gambling podcast, CFL gambling podcast, huh? For the for the people interested in the road to the Grey Cup, check it all out. It's fantastic. Get the SGPN app. It's free in the App Store, Google Play Store. If you guys could, if you guys could go over to iTunes and give me a five star review. That's all I ask. All right, all I ask it takes two minutes out of your day, right? takes probably less than two minutes. If you can, it means a lot. Sponsors look at that shit. It's, it just means a lot. So more than you think, uh, if you can do that and uh, yeah, come talk, come talk some college football with us in the discord sports gambling podcast.com slash discord. And yeah, can't wait for next week. I can't wait tomorrow night. We'll be back with our picks for college football week uh, 11 preview and picks episode. That'll be on. That'll be at five 30 Pacific, eight 30 Eastern. And then I'll be here later tonight. College basketball experience. Check it out. Subscribe over there. All right, folks. This is the database top 25 on the college football experience. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. Tide turning, I, see, as I remember, I was raised in the desert, but tides kind of, it's easy to see a tide turn. Did I say those words? Hello, you play to win the game. You don't play to just play. And you come in with the best college football team in the land. Yeah, yeah, he felt like, he felt like shit afterwards. Everybody booing the shit out of me, but he worked his ass off. Bloody!
working on we're all, our coaching did a horrible job the players did a horrible job we got our ass kicked in the second half it sucks.